Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum, and I've got a guest today that I can't wait to bring on. You're going to meet him in just a moment. It's a coaching student from Jim Cockrum Coaching. There's a link at silentgym.com if you're interested in checking that out. But he just raves about the experience that he's had through our program and the business that he's built as a result of finally finding those mentors that he's needed. This guy today, in his own words, has made all the classic mistakes that you make trying to build a business online. At one point, I even made the observation and he agreed. It sounds like he fell out of the tree of bad decisions and hit every branch on his way down. He landed flat on his back. And that's the point when he found this community and began to do things the right way. Slow and steady, making measured investments, testing ideas, and he's built a beautiful business. And something I love about this today is, yes, he, he is an example of someone who has benefited tremendously from the basic programs that we teach the vast majority of new students. We call it the Amazon Replens system, pioneered in this community, introduced in the proven Amazon course several years ago. And now it's one of the many modules inside our collection, our library of content for Amazon sellers. It's something for every level of Amazon seller and every model of Amazon selling. But our new sellers all start pretty much the same place. And he understands that model well, but he very quickly branched into a couple of other exciting models that are both going well for him, as he explains today. That's the Proven Product Partnering module from the Proven Amazon course, which teaches you how to approach businesses and help them get set up on Amazon. He's had some success. Actually, right before our episode today, he was texting me. We were arranging the times and he landed a client. He was so excited. You'll hear him explain it for himself. He's also built successful branded bundles. One of his branded bundles sold 32 units and he's making, I think he said around $10 plus profit, net profit on each of those sales in a single day recently. That was his best day. So he's got branded bundles that are doing really well. And the beautiful part about those bundles is no one else can sell against those listings. It's got elements inside the bundle where other sellers, when they see the success of that bundle, can't sell against it. That's, of course, strategies from our proven brand building course inside the proven Amazon course. So when you hear him talking about those concepts today, the PPP and the proven branded, provenbrandbuilding.com, that's our bundle course. You'll know what he's talking about. We'll have links to all of this in the show notes as well for you today as we're going through several different topics. I love his story because it's one of overcoming several difficulties and challenges. He he broke a bone in his foot. He had to be a caretaker for a very sick, sick parent for a while. Uh, he struggled with some weight and health issues for a while. He overcame so much. And now he's at a place where he's just full of gratitude. I think you're going to get a lot of inspiration from this gentleman today. We also talk about the upcoming Proven Conference quite a bit today because he can't wait to go meet his coaches from our team. Anytime you sign up for coaching with our team, you get at least two coaches and that means you've got a proactive coach that you can set appointments with, regularly schedule appointments. And then you've got a reactive coach who's there for you when you hit a snag. Someone that you can just email, hey, I need a quick question answered. I'm stuck here. You can contact them and they'll get a really quick response back to you. 
And most of our successful students build really strong relationships with both of their coaches. And that's certainly the case today with Trevor. He's done that and he can't wait to meet his coaches at the Proven Conference, which is our live annual event. This is our 11th time we've done this event, making it the most established Amazon seller conference in the industry and one of, if not the longest, e-commerce conferences in the industry as well. So our 11th event is July 6th through 8th, 2023. The website for information is, it's a three-word website, theprovenconference.com. Theprovenconference.com has all the details that you'll need to make a great decision if this event is for you. If you're brand new to e-commerce or selling on Amazon, you will love this event. And as I mentioned a couple of times on the episode as well, if you're struggling to justify the cost of the event, please reach out to us. We'd love to bless you and help get you there as long as you're going to take it seriously. We have now created a pool of scholarship funds that we're using to get people there at no cost. We'd love to bless you with that. If that's something that appeals to you, please reach out to our team. Links to all of this at silentgym.com, our support team, all the stuff we're going to talk about today, our courses, our coaching, and all the other good stuff. So I think that's enough of a, a long liquidation. Something to listen for today. I think you're going to enjoy is the long list of failures that our student had. Uh, he got into liquidations, which is a huge mistake. Selling liquidations on Amazon. Don't do it. You're putting your whole account at risk. It could be shut off at any point. Amazon could freeze the funds at any point. Don't sell pallets of liquidation or shelf pulls on Amazon. Please don't do it. He did that for a while, almost lost his account. He did drop shipping for a while. Huge, huge, huge mistake. He started his journey by trying to sell a private label product on Amazon. Of all things, a supplement, which is one of the most difficult, virtually impossible categories to get into. Selling a supplement as a private label seller, as a new Amazon student, virtually impossible. So he made a lot of mistakes. He lost a lot of money making those mistakes, but he's now built a beautiful business. So this is an overcomer story that I think is sure to inspire. Enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Let's get Trevor Neal on the line right now. So Trevor, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Jim. I feel like I'm at the pinnacle now since I'm on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have arrived, right? Well, hopefully this isn't the peak of success, man. Hopefully there's many great things to come, but I certainly appreciate the sentiment behind that. And it's an honor to get to know you and to hear some of your story. Let's dive in, buddy. Absolutely. So uh, my e-commerce story really started in about 2018. I was drastically overweight, uh, fell in love with fitness. I fell in love with fitness so much that I enrolled in kinesiology and sports management for my master's degree. And one of the projects was in my sports science class was to develop a pre or post-workout and how it was beneficial for the body and, you know, all that jazz. So I created a, a post-workout, you know, based on research and whatnot, submitted it, uh, got great reviews from my peers and my teachers. And that, that was that at a, you know, so a couple of days later, sitting on the couch and you know how Facebook and Google just read your mind. So it's so weird sometimes. I know, right? Like, I don't remember saying it even. I was just thinking it and there's an ad. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, sitting on the couch, scrolling on Facebook and I see this ad, make your own supplement, sell on Amazon. I'm like, is this a call from God? I mean, am I going to be a millionaire? <laughs> so 
So of course I smashed that info now button. Uh, long story short, got in touch with a company in Georgia, pretty much told them the same story I did you, submitted the, the post-workout recipe, and they sent me samples. They did everything, of course. It was just a white-label company, and they shipped to Amazon. So at that time, I didn't know about Amazon at all. I just knew everybody was on there buying stuff. So I'm thinking, wow, it's going to be on Amazon. I'm going to sell out. You know, I didn't know about PPC, advertising, all the important stuff. So they had kind of like an Amazon liaison there. And I'll never forget the phone call. It wasn't even a Zoom. Well, Zoom didn't really get popular until after COVID. But anyways, he called me up and it was kind of like a one-way directional call. He was setting up my seller account over the phone. He was telling me what to do. And he said, well, if you're running low on stock, go here go there, something happened. And it was just like drinking water from a fire hose. So, and at the end, he's like, any questions? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So, I just had the mental thought like roadkill never has questions. What are you talking oh, about? You just got exactly. ran over with an information truck. <laughs> exactly. So it all got sent to the warehouse, FBA. And little did I know, you're going to end up on page 40 and not on page one. So I kind of figured that out on the way. So I was like, man, I got to push this stuff myself because, you know, we're talking about 5,000 units of a supplement. That's that's pretty pricey. So I got a Shopify site and I started just like, and I had some also, and I had about a third of it and the, the rest was in Amazon Warehouse. So I created a Shopify site and I just tried to get traffic there, you know, little to no success and no guidance. You know, they already got my money from the company. So, you know, why why would they mess with me anymore? So, and then that whole time, well, before that, I was thinking, you know, worst case scenario, I would just break even because once again, everybody's buying on Amazon. So wrong. And then, you know, I was advertising on Facebook and and making videos and stuff, but, you know, little to no support. And that was about how my 2018 went. Uh, 2019 came around and I I just pretty much gave up on it and and partially myself. And I actually said, that's awful. I I don't like this story yet. (laughs) (laughs) I said partially, partially. How much money did you lose on this? If you don't Uh, mind sharing, approximate, just as a cautionary tale to others. Yeah. So don't quote me on this. This this is just a a approximately good estimate, approximately about $8,000. Oh, that's not too bad. No. I was thinking 20 plus. Okay. No, no, no. That's a hard lesson still for any of us. Still, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 2019 came around, like I was saying, you know, I partially gave up on it and, and myself. And I started training jujitsu, and I have to insert a, a shameless plug here to Torres Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He is actually, we were stationed together in the army in Korea, and we ended up literally a half hour from each other. So I would, I train over there. Michael, phenomenal instructor, phenomenal friend. Where's this at? It's in Spring, Texas. 
Spring, Texas. So Spring, all Texas. three of our listeners within reasonable distance of Spring, Texas, get into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Go join Trevor and his buddy. That's yeah. awesome, man. I love it. And, and plus, I'm a huge advocate for you know supporting veteran-owned businesses. Absolutely, my friend. Yeah. I mean, you can see my t-shirt today. I wear a lot of American flags. And I come from a long, <laughs> proud history of military service in our family, for sure. And a, awesome. a little side note, you might be interested in this since you mentioned it. Uh, one of the first people killed in World War II before the U.S., one of the first Americans killed in World War II before the U.S. entered into the war was, of course, Pearl Harbor. My grandpa's brother, who my brother's named after, Kenneth Cochran, was killed in Pearl Harbor on board the Arizona. If you go to the memorial, it's that sunken ship yeah. that's leaking oil. One of the names on there is a Cochran. That's my grandpa's brother. Kenneth. Oh, wow. And that's one awesome. of the first killed. Yeah, he was asleep below deck, as best we know. And buried at sea, never, body never recovered, along with, uh, you know, 30,000 plus others at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. So my my grandpa then enlisted along with all his buddies and off we went to World War II. But yeah, a little military history there. So yeah, absolutely, we have a deep appreciation. My my father always instilled that in us as well. And if there's any military listening today, and just since you brought it up again, if anyone wants to come to the conference... And your former military, current military, you're coming at no charge. Just reach out to us. Contact us, silentgym.com. We'd love to have you in Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 9th. Our treat, no cost. Awesome. Thank God I didn't buy my ticket yet, right? <laughs> hey, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. You're not going to You're coming free too, my friend, because you're a podcast guest. And I've been making that deal lately with all our guests as well. Awesome. So can't wait well, to see you there. But not to get us too distracted. Yeah, so I, I tried to revive the supplement in the jiu-jitsu community. Uh, you know, once again, little to no support. So I was like, uh, but the flame, I still had the flame in me. It was like a light burning candle and I knew I could do it. I just, I was just like so resilient at the time, but yet so clueless how e-commerce and Amazon worked. But that was pretty much 2019, rolled into 2020. And that was pretty much a wash for me and the rest of the world. And kind of a hard time in 2020 toward the end, I ended up being a primary caretaker for my dad. He had a, a liver transplant. So I wore many of hats, you know, for the three months that I was taking care of him. And it was a, it was a tough time. It was a really, really tough time in my life. What and year? What year was this, buddy? Again, remind me. It, it was the end of 2020, so 2020. the yeah. fall, fall time of 2020. So, glory of God, um, he's better now. And you know, I wow. talked to him. He's actually coming uh, here next month for my daughter's graduation. She's going to graduate. Wow. That's beautiful. Super, Praise God, super man! Excited. Super. That's so great. Good yeah. For you. Well, that's about the same time we went through a rough struggle with my dad and I actually lost my dad, not to, to steal this story. It's something we've talked about on the podcast before, but uh -huh. about that same point in time, uh, we were going through, I think everybody's 2020 was just, yeah, was just crazy. Yeah. Nobody, nobody cruised through 2020, man, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> but we made it. Here we are. We're on the other side now, but what, what a year that was. Yeah. So he got better and I flew yeah. back home. And then, you know, when I got back home, I just had a new outlook on life. You know, tomorrow is, is never guaranteed. And I had a little bit more gratitude, like even waking up in the morning, you know, we got a roof over our head, food on our belly. I was just like, 
you know, the whole life aspect. And I'm just so grateful now. I even pick up the phone and, and call my dad. You know, obviously some people can't even do that. Dad, mom, sister, brother. Yep. But, you know, anyhow, I, I wanted to focus this new energy on something. And like I was telling you, the the private label uh, little candlelight, I was going like this, was, was burning in the back of my head. I was like, oh, let me just concentrate more on jujitsu because I was doing competitions and, and whatnot. So I was like, I was all in on this. I was just going to be this super jujitsu guy if that's such a thing. So through this whole period, you said you'd lost a lot of weight. We kind of moved quickly past that. You're, are you keeping your health rock solid? Yeah. Um, well, I gained, yeah, I gained a little bit of, of weight back, but yeah, I'm definitely not in the shape I was two years ago. <laughs> sure. Sure. I, I've just found, you know, I, I was sharing this with the podcast guest an episode I recorded yesterday. I'm not sure where these will come out in conjunction with each other, but just the way you do anything is the way you do everything. That's so true in so many ways. Some people would like to think they're capable of being excellent in one area and then kind of letting some other areas slide. It's just not possible that it all intertwines at some point, you know, relationships and health and finances and how you approach your customers, how you approach your kids and how you treat your spouse. And you're either approaching those things with excellence or you're kind of letting things slide. And it's not a balanced life. It's not a, it's not a peaceful life to be good at some and letting some others kind of slide. You got to focus on all of them. I mean, that's what being a warrior is all about. That's why I call people business building warriors. <laughs> when you get into building your own business, guess what? There's another thing you got to do with excellence now. It's the ultimate challenge. It's not just about health and relationships anymore. It's about customers now too, and a bunch of them. Uh, so yeah, I'm always curious how this kind of, because you know, I see it happen all the time. I see health slips or business slips and it pulls the other one down. Relationships relationships slip and those pull the other two down. It's like, you got to keep all those boats floating. Yeah. You have to stay accountable across, mm -hmm. you know, have an even keel. So, um, yeah, I went all in on, on jujitsu. I started training hard, um, got a couple more competitions coming up two weeks in 2021. I broke my foot training. I was like, you know, after coming back, helping for my dad and the failure private label, and breaking my foot, it literally felt like someone just hit the restart on the Nintendo. And I was just, <laughs> I was just on the couch. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't train. I just was on the couch, hung around the house. And of course I was on my phone and on TikTok, you know, I was TikToking for, for days. And that's when I started finding like Amazon FBA. People were going into Ross, TJ Maxx, and scanning barcodes of beauty products yeah. and clothes and selling them and showing their seller central account like, I just made $1,000 a day. You know, how much did you make? Buy my course. <laughs> right, right. So um, it's like, man, this is really interesting. So I knew I had a seller central account and I was semi, well, that's that's being really gracious saying semi, I was a little, a tiny bit familiar with it. And so I just started, you know, looking into it more and more. I went on YouTube, of course, dumpster diving on YouTube. So I got linked up with- like, I love that. Dumpster diving on YouTube. That's, a, <laughs> that's beautiful. Because <laughs> it really is. That. I mean, you know, I'm we both use know. It's just, it's just so much trash out there and so much misinformation. Once you learn the right way, it's like so hard to, to not comment on there. Like, you know, where are your successful students hanging out at? 
You've been paying attention, man. Oh, yeah. And I actually commented uh, the other day in the group. That was you. That's right. Yeah. You will get ignored. You will get ignored. But then again, if you say interested or DM me, please, oh, they'll get it. They'll get that. Oh, they're all over you then. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it just to, for the listener's sake, I, I call this my gauntlet question. I throw down the gauntlet on the entire industry, myself included. If someone's so bold as to say, I can teach you how to build a successful business on the internet, you only have one question. Hide your wallet and then go ask them one question. And it's the question that Trevor just laid out there. Yeah. Where do your successful students hang out? Yeah. How can I go hang out with them? Surely if you're this good, you've got a group of other people who are doing it successfully. I mean, because if you don't, right, that tells us a lot. Yeah. And 99% of the time, you're going to get crickets. (laughs) That's why I'm so proud of this community, our free Facebook group, 1,700 tagged success stories, hundreds of success story interviews like the one with Trevor today. Like, okay, yeah, here you go. Come hang out with these people. Take your time. If it takes you a year or two to make your decision about liking, knowing, and trusting us, hey, that's cool. We're not going anywhere. We've been doing this for 19 years. That's about as good of an answer as you're going to find in the industry. We're very proud of it. We let our results speak for themselves. And when I talk about why I like the word silent so much, silentgym.com, right? One of the reasons is I don't have to brag about how good we are. I just say, hey, go hang out with our successful students. Don't listen to the word I have to say. Just hang out with them. Yeah. You're not, you're not rolling out your Lamborghini. <laughs> I got five kids, man. If we rolled out one of with, our vehicles. With money coming out the windows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we could drop 60 bucks at a drive through man. That was my reality, you know, with oh, a van yeah. with, you know, French fries yeah. under the seats. And, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, you know, we live in a nice place, but I've never had spent my money on stuff. I've never been impressed with stuff, man. That, to me, it's about the mission. It's about family. Helping other dads come home and meet their dreams. Single moms, retired couples. 10, 12-year-olds starting businesses. That's the stuff that gets me excited. But yeah, man, not to derail us too much, but you brought it up. That is a trigger for me. That's a soapbox issue for me is that gauntlet question. Yeah. Uh, Wait, where's your successful um, students? I I love that. I love that you're out there doing that. More people need to do that. When you see people making big claims, ask them, ask me, ask anyone who claims to teach business strategy, where do your successful students hang out? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, I got uh, watching this one influencer. I can't remember his name uh, on YouTube. So basically what he was doing, he was, he hired two VAs to do OA for him. And then he would just check a a spreadsheet every morning and just make the buys. So I was like, hmm, this is pretty, you know, hands off. And I went into it a little bit more, obviously still, you know, kind of clueless about Amazon. So I hired two VAs through like online FilipinoJobs.com or something like that. And when I hired them, I'm like, hey guys, I want you to teach me, you know, your your methods and how you source and, and what you're looking for. And I'm like, yes, sir, yes, sir, we'll we'll teach you. <laughs> oh, did they teach me all right? So long story short, uh, these guys were drop shipping from Lowe's and Home Depot. Oh my and, goodness. And me, I just, I didn't know. I just thought that was normal. So far, your story reminds me of, uh, it's best illustrated by, like, if there was a tree of mistakes, like you fell out of it and hit every branch on your way down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? And I was telling somebody, it might have been you, that there was a podcast that you did, Top 10 Things Not to Do for E-Commerce. I did like six or seven of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> and yeah, it, but it, but that that doesn't make you unique or special. Sadly enough, most people go through that because they do go. I love that phrase, dumpster diving on YouTube. They look mm. at the popular videos with the most graphics, and you know those people have thrown. In most cases, in many cases, they threw a lot of money at getting the attention of a large audience, and that gives them the appearance of authority and the appearance of validation and knowing what they're talking about, which just snowballs into a big audience. And then suddenly the, the low-hanging fruit, easy business models that are so simple to sell, like drop shipping or private label, your own supplements, yeah. just all those disastrous, tragic fraction of a percentage of people ever actually make any money at those things. But yet they're so easy to sell and so easy to get people to open up their wallets. So that's where they focus. But again, our magic question would have prevented all of this. And I bet you're thinking, man, I wish I had known that question before. (laughs) Where's your successful students? How can I go hang out with them? Right. That'll keep you out of all those disasters. But man, I can't, I didn't realize you got into drop shipping too. I guess I probably did. I cruised through your bio, but this week I'm recording so many episodes. I apologize. I'd forgotten that aspect. Running and gunning you are. (laughs) I am for sure this week, for sure. So uh, yeah, I would wake up in the morning and I would find like, 50 new ASINs every morning. And I got up to, I think, close to 3,000 ASINs. And then, you know, obviously the money was coming in and they were going to the website, such as Lowe's and Home Depot, and they were ordering and sending to the customers. Mm-hmm. But it, it just, there, there was, when I knew I had made a mistake is when like Lowe's or Home Depot ran out of something. And then it was like a Saturday or Sunday. Obviously, they work Monday to Friday. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Um, Because, you know, FBM, you have to ship a certain amount of time. So I I Skyped them. I was like, hey, uh, Lowe's doesn't have this fake tree or pot pot plant, pottery plant. What do I do? He's like, oh, sir, I'll just just send a fake tracking number to them. I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. What did I get myself into? Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, well, I, I know you know these things, Trevor, not to interrupt you again, but there may be some listeners out there thinking, oh, dropship. Oh, that many ASINs that fast. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. I think I could manage that. I could do it the right way. I've talked to a good number of people, including a guy who at one point was running a seven figure monthly dropship operation. And he says it was the most tragic business model imaginable. The margins were so thin. Yeah. Constant complaints constantly churning through loser ASINs. And it was a nightmare. Massive staff needed to manage the whole thing. He said he was earning more money when he went down to like a $30,000 a month replens business with him and just his one assistant. I remember correctly, 30 or 40,000 a month was awesome compared to the seven figures a month with the razor thin margins of drop shipping with thousands of ASINs to keep track of. So yeah, do, stay away from it. I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but drop shipping. If you don't have a uh, really good business already rocking and you're making say 30, 40, $50,000 in sales per month already with a legitimate business model, stay away from drop shipping. Just don't yeah. even consider it. Completely run away from it. 100%. As a guy who's been doing e-commerce for 20 years, please trust me. We sell yeah. no drop shipping. Here's the exception to the rule. I've got a guy I do a little drop shipping with. One guy five or six units, maybe maximum up for sale. And, and this is on my eBay account. He's got it sitting in his warehouse. It's not going to be sold anywhere else. He's not going to sell it out from underneath me. It's a high-priced product. I get a percentage, right? That might work. 
but I'm a very experienced seller. I know to keep track of it. And just like you said, Trevor, if you run out of inventory and you're selling stuff that you don't actually have, Amazon doesn't like that. (laughs) And sending fake tracking numbers is not going to get you off the hook, obviously. So um, yeah, my my account, thank God, did not get shut down. You were very fortunate. I know, right? So with that being said, I I cut ties with the BAs. Um, Besides the fake tracking numbers, any little profit that I was making, I had to turn around and give it to them as obviously a paycheck. So it, it just really wasn't working out. But two positive, actually two positive things that came out of that. They sourced a, go figure, a pre-workout for me from GNC that netted me 11 bucks every time. And it sold like wildfire. And uh, the other gentleman, because I had that private label itch, you know, I told him to also uh, not only source, but, you know, research more opportunities. So he researched the um, the pet business. So he's like, you know, there's there's a great opportunity in the pet business. So uh, went with that, cut ties with them, and then I jumped right back into private label. You know, I was going to do something in the pet business: uh, dog treats, dog leashes, dog beds. Um, I was on Jungle Scout, and I was just looking at the data. Or, and I was going to go about it the right way, not, you know, the company way and, um, that tried to help me in, in Georgia. So um, I was sourcing, I was looking for what to sell. And I know you have to be different if you come in, especially uh, for a saturated market like dog treats uh, and private label. So I was just browsing around Pinterest. And I found these organic dog donuts and they came in like funky flavors like cotton candy, Boston cream pie and strawberry shortcake. I was like, man, this is super cool. And then I went to Amazon and said, if there's something like that, nothing like that. I was like, man, women would eat this up. So I started researching some more and I found another um, supplier or distributor who made custom dog cookies in Delaware. And they made this one cookie as a star Starbucks cup with the paw print instead of the um, Starbucks logo. And they called it Starbucks. I was like, man, this is it. You know, this is it. I, I want to get these cookies. And they they also have a bagel too. The bagel was phenomenal. And it was called the bagel, uh, beg and bagel. So I paired, I bundled two donuts with the coffee and the bagel. And I made it kind of like a dog breakfast thing. I was like, man, this is this is might be my break. <laughs> so I reached out to like a marketing agency and worked with them a little bit. And that's when I really found out about brand registry starting from scratch. And they kept me in the loop big time where I, I felt like I was working on the project too, even though I was paying paying them. But that's when it really opened my eyes about you know branding and, and stuff like that. So we launched and my daughter was doing TikToks, making TikToks for me. And then one of the TikToks uh, went viral. So my Shopify account just went. It sounded like a um, a slot machine. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is it. And well, with that business model, if you're not putting so much into advertising, 
it's going to die just as much as it took off. So I did that for a little while. It was profitable, but it was pennies on a dollar. And it was a really good learning experience too. That was most of 2021. And 2022 came around. I was just still thinking about, well, I cut I cut the dog treats out, obviously, because the, the margins were too low. But I was still thinking about that pre-workout that the VAs uh, sourced for me for that netted me $11. That sold a lot. And this was before I found the community and I knew about the replens method and, and, and everything that you preach. And I was thinking, where can I get products like that for dirt cheap? <laughs> so I started doing liquidation. <laughs> uh, my we are first... falling out of the tree still. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I, I just love this tree of bad decisions. <laughs> So I went on these one of these liquidation sites and I did kind of like a test buy. So I bought this big box of health and beauty and it was $400. I was like, man, do I really want to spend 400 bucks on that? So I did it anyway. Box came in and what I did, I, I QA'd it. I went through it and I'm looking at these products like, you know, who's going to buy this? And I, I was familiar with, with Seller Central at the time, you know, the Filipinos taught me. So what I was doing, I was just scanning them and I was finding the listing and I was just sending them in and it sold. That box, I ended up making a little over a thousand dollars profit, you know, 400 bucks. I was like, wow, this, this is it. Like, I'm all in because you know me, when I step up the plate, I got to hit home runs. <laughs> so I, was like, I need more that, you know, I, I don't want boxes. I want pallets. I want pallets of liquidation stuff. So I would buy pallets. And just like I was saying, I, I QA them, like I'd strip them down, get what's used, get what I can sell and sell the used products um, to another liquidation site and put the good stuff. And I was sending them to Amazon. I didn't know about IP complaints. I didn't know about storage fees, uh, max storage. So I was just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Uh, and I, I swear to God, the um, the mailman was here every week with a cease and desist letter from some brand. Oh my <laughs> and goodness. then I know, thank God, my account didn't, still didn't get shut down. You've, so, you've got to be one of the most fortunate Bad decision making sellers I've ever encountered at this point. <laughs> like you pushed well, every <laughs> nuclear self destruct button available as an Amazon seller, <laughs> and you pounded it hard multiple times, <laughs> and you're still here. And Amazon still you still have an Amazon account somehow. I know. So I mean, there's people who get into like just a handful of liquidation items. And they lose their account over it. You know, it was some Chinese knockoff or some, you know, they, they just stumbled into the wrong thing. You know, it's a, it's a Canadian-based product with some French, you know, marketing on the label. And they somehow made its way into the U.S. onto some clearance pallet. And they're selling it on Amazon. And now Amazon's like, hey, where's your invoice for this? Like, oh, I bought it off a clearance pallet. We're going to have to suspend you until you can provide evidence that this is legitimate product. You got a, you know, complaint from the... And the manufacturer, and they're done. I mean, it's just, it's, that's why we we, you know, I this I had to take the opportunity to say, you know, yeah, this is a guy falling out of the tree of bad decisions, 
hitting every branch on his way down. So don't do this stuff. Yeah, you made a thousand bucks, but just as easily Amazon could have said, hey, we're freezing everything. And you're not getting any of that money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, we'll get back to the show in just a second, but I've got to tell you about today's sponsor. It's the eBay for Business podcast. I was so excited to see these guys ask to help sponsor our program because I got my start on eBay over 20 years ago. And still to this day, any given day, we're selling a large number of items on eBay. They have a great podcast at eBay for Business. There'll be a link in the show notes as well, or you can just search your favorite podcast platforms for the title, eBay for Business. You'll hear executives, you'll hear sellers, many other users and creative thinkers who are using eBay in interesting ways to grow great businesses. It's a great source of information for everything you need to start, run, and grow a business on eBay. They have Q&A sessions that are submitted from the listeners. They have success stories and industry experts. They have execs from eBay featured on the show. You never know what you're going to get, but it's always centered around using eBay creatively. And it's a great program. I hope you'll go check them out. That's the eBay for Business podcast. We'll have a couple links in the show notes today to help you jump right over to your favorite podcast platform and check them out. Hey, let's get back to the show. Yeah, this is a guy falling out of the tree of bad decisions hitting every branch on his way down. So don't do this stuff. Yeah, you made a thousand bucks, but just as easily Amazon could have said, hey, we're freezing everything. And you're not getting any of that money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I did that for most of 22, uh, yeah, 2022. And I was like, okay, I got to stop this. You know, my my score was super low. I got to get right. So I just started doing a replay method, you know, the method you teach. And actually, I knew how to source products, but I wanted some help. So that's when I, I hired through the Proven VA program. The guy was uh, phenomenal. I had him part-time at first. But then again, he started Q4. So anything he sourced, man, it was just like, you know, selling like that. I was constantly running out of money because the products were so good. So that went on. And I still had like, obviously, an itch for private label. And then I was scrolling through the pack course and I got to watching the the branded bundle and the PPP course. And I was like, man, this is really interesting. And this is like so down my lane because I love talking businesses. I love talking to different people. Hey, what's your goals? Where you see yourself at? You know, stuff like that. And uh, I decided to I think it was October. Yeah, October decided to sign up for the coaching program for the PPP model. And I kind of, I hate saying that word coaching because I I think of coaching as like a baseball coach or a soccer coach, which nothing is wrong with that. My coaches are uh, Bricker and Stover, uh, first name Jonathan. I look at them more as mentors. So I usually refer it to like the mentorship program. It really is more like a mentorship than a coaching. Yeah. Ultimately. You know, we've been doing this 19 years and calling it coaching for 19 years with almost 10,000 students. But you're exactly right. It's it's people with a teacher's heart who've succeeded, who've carved out a little bit of time to serve those who have shown that they are seriously interested in using that time wisely. And the way we know they're seriously interested is because they're willing to invest in themselves. 
that makes someone a pleasure to work with. If, they, if we know they're willing to invest in themselves, the time, the money, the effort, the energy that's required, those kind of people are a pleasure to work with. Absolutely. So yeah, it really is more of a mentorship versus, because coaching can be just like getting everybody to the same level. Yeah. Right. Like if you're going to play first base, here's the 18 things you got to be able to do well in a baseball. You know, if, if you're going to yeah. be a good basketball player, you're going to play this position. Here's the thing. Here's the skill set. Here's the bar. You got to get to it. That's what a coach does. Gets you get to that bar. And mentor is like, okay, what are we dealing with now? Where are we trying to go? It's a very individual experience. And you're, you're building a friendship and a lifelong relationship that extends far beyond the coaching program in many, many cases. So yeah, I love that observation. It's you're, you're, you're spot on. I see it more as a mentorship than a coaching really. Yeah. And um, like I was saying, my coach or mentors, coaches, <laughs> now you got me saying mentors. I'll just say mentors. That's mentor fine. I like it. Are, are Bricker and Stover. And I refer to them as Jordan and Pippin. They are phenomenal. Like <laughs> I talk about them like they're my own kids. <laughs> like they have helped me so much. Like that. that's one of the, one of the um, reasons why I want to come to a conference. Like I, I want to get like, I want to meet them in person. But but anyways, um, on our first session, Bricker, phenomenal, very smart guy. So I already had my brand and I was interested in PPP. So we kind of didn't know what direction to go. So I'm like, hey, John, since I already got my brand, why don't we start working on like a branded bundle for me? And then that way I can learn through mistakes if I am going to make them through my own brand that way before I can help businesses, you know, launch their products on Amazon. He's like, yeah. So we kind of went that direction. He taught me Helium 10, PPC, uh, how to scout keywords the right way. And I'll tell you what, there is no way that you can learn. I'm speaking for myself. There is no way that I can learn Helium 10 without a mentor. Yeah. I'm that is like reading kanji <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time we went over it, it was just like, wow, kind of like drinking water from a fire hose. But the good thing about Bricker is we record our sessions and I'm constantly in our videos, constantly. But yeah, he taught me that. And um, the bundle, our, my first bundle, I passed it off as like a dog oral care kit. It was priced a little too high, um, but I knew one of the products people overpaid for because that was one of my replens. So I was kind of banking on, on that. The PPC was a little bit high. So long story short, I ended up cutting ties with it. And when I was searching around Amazon for something, I found this garbage listing. And I was like, man, let me put that in my back pocket for our next session. So um, we got on another Zoom call and I showed Bricker this ace. And I was like, hey, John, check this out. He's like, man, this is trash. This is a trash listing. He's like, yeah, it is. But it's selling. Like the keeper drops were a buck 50. I was like, man, I could just go down the road and get this and make it, you know, put my own creative spin on it and make it 10 times better. So that's basically what I did. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, man, let's go. So <laughs> we, we started down that path. And, the, you know, I was already familiar with searching for keywords and relevant uh, keywords with buyer intent. You know, you, you just don't want to go too broad. But yeah, I was just doing that process. Uh, he taught me about scribbles, taught me everything, you know, and 
something I didn't know, I went back to the videos and just forced myself to do it. Got it together, launched. We launched right after, it was actually after the Super Bowl. I'll never forget that because I'm a huge Eagles fan and that was a tough, tough loss. And yes. it was a couple of days a couple of days after I got my first sale, I was like, oh God, I got my first sale. And I, I emailed Stover. I was like, man, this is like the pickup I needed. And he's like, let's hop on a Zoom and dial in uh, to see where you made that sale. So we hopped on a Zoom and just looked at my campaign, uh, dialed in uh, on certain words. You know, when you first launch, I'm sure you know this, you don't want to make any knee-jerk decisions. You know, uh, PPC is just a fine, it's like a funky child's game. You have levers and you have dials. So you have to get it just right for the water to, to, to flow through that pipeline. And the water is money. You know, you don't want bleeding keywords. And there's like a hundred different ways that you can finagle that. Yeah, so, which is why we, we discourage new sellers typically from getting into all of that. You know, we, we want them to get momentum with the low-hanging fruit models and then get into some of these other yeah. more complex models that we're happy to coach for sure. But yeah, I like that illustration. It's like, a, you know, dials and, and helping water flow in the right direction without losing any of it out the side of the trough, you know, kind of setting up your your trough in the right way to get the results you need and uh, analyzing the keyword data, that sort of thing. That's mm-hmm. um, not for newbies. It's definitely no, no, no. sellers. It's, and yeah. then I'm sure you'll preach this, you know, what I do now. Like I don't even mess with replans no more because of the success from my brand. Right. Uh, what I do in this this model is just a little bit more up the pyramid. Not saying that you can get there. I mean, but it's just nothing for a new seller to to hop into. Otherwise, right. you'd be like me in 2018 doing pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, and, and throwing $50 a day to pay-per-click ads and wondering why you're only selling three units and getting frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way so, to lose money. So yeah, I got my first sale. And then it just started trickling. I was, I was selling one to three a day. One to three turned into five to eight. Five to eight turned into 11 to 12. 11 to 12 turned into 18 to 22. And the other day, I just hit a record 32 units in a day. And then getting back to the importance, I was actually selling so much, I couldn't keep up with the demand. I had to hire the price and dial down my campaign just to slow that waterfall down. Because you don't want to run out of inventory you because don't that hurts run. your rank. Yeah. Yeah. And right now I got a, a a really good rank. So that's phenomenal, man. Yeah. Well done. And, <laughs> that's so and then, you know, at the the height of all the success during my coach's call with Bricker, my Bricker's my primary coach. And I'm like, man, do you believe, I can't believe this, John. Like, it's it, this is working. <laughs> like Charlie and the chocolate factory was like, man. <laughs> and I was, I was like, thank you. Thank you, John. He's like, I didn't do nothing. You did it. And then I started thinking, and John was like, I just steered you in the right direction. You did all this work. And then I, I, I kind of like sat back a little bit and I looked at my image carousel and those are my ideas and, you know, my description and my title. Like I did all that. And I was like, man, he is right. I did do this. Good job. Can can, can I deem myself the Tom Brady of keyword research now? (laughs) (laughs) Quite possibly. You know, that's how how we find our experts around here. I mean, that's where all the coaches on our team have come from is clueless students making mistakes, trying to build a business, 
fumbling through, discovering our tools, our community, the proven Amazon course, a module that resonates with them, building a successful business, being on the podcast. People go, oh, wow, you sound like you know what you're doing now. Yeah, after banging my head against the wall for three years, I think I've got some things figured out. You got some time? Hey, let's, let's, uh, we're looking for a new coach in this area. We need some coaching. I mean, that's how this whole thing has built over the years. That's what we've been doing for 19 years. So yeah, you're absolutely right. As you start to figure these things out, you're going to have plenty of people saying, Hey, you know, I like what you're doing there. Uh, you know, you think you could, uh, steer me in the right direction. Right. So that's how we find our coaches. Yeah. So I, due to the success of the first brand, I'm actually launching, I dialed down the campaign where it's just even keel and I can keep up with the inventory launching a variation on the 17th. Yeah. So I have it right now. It's an FC transfer. I have it delayed. And then once that goes live, I have the PPC coming in right, right behind it. But yeah, and actually not only next week is the variation, but I accidentally found another variation for it. And it was a trash listing again, I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain this without, you know, giving away the brand and my, sure. <laughs> my product. Cause you know, there's always some red crocs out there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I accidentally found another listing as a replant. So one that I could hop on, you know, with my brand. So I tested that out as a replant. So right away, I was like, okay, let me, let me annotate and make my changes and then, you know, launch a, yeah, and to keep the listeners up to speed on some of the stuff you're talking about here, a fast-moving replan could be the foundational key component of a nice bundle. And you yeah. find some ugly listings that are performing well, shockingly well. As you look at your keeper research and learn how to read a keeper chart, yeah. maybe you could do a little bit better job and do the same thing with the, with the listing and the professionalism of the pictures and such. And, and now you take away that market share from that ugly listing, you can do those kinds of things. These are slightly more experienced topics. But you mentioned earlier, uh, Trevor, the um, PPP class inside of the course, inside of the Proven Amazon course. That's our uh -huh. Proven Product Partnering. There'll be a link to that in the show notes, everyone who's listening, as well as the Proven Brand Building course. Provenbrandbuilding.com is the website, but that is also included inside of the Proven Amazon course collection. And I probably mentioned that in the introduction today as well. But there's so many modules in there. And I love your story today because you used the replens knowledge and the basics of the replens knowledge and the skills with Keepa, for example, to uncover some incredible opportunities using some of the other strategies we teach. Like the PPP is proven product partnering is helping other businesses get on Amazon, for example. It has nothing to do with replens, Right. Building branded bundles really has nothing to do with replens, but replens is that foundational model that gives you the confidence on how to see Amazon through a different lens, almost like an opportunity lens. Then you can really help businesses make good decisions. You can build branded bundles that nobody else can sell against at great margins. And speaking of margins, I would I'd like to hear you said you sold 32 units of your best bundle. Uh, give mm -hmm. us some numbers on that. Like what's it yeah. cost for you to do? What's it selling for? What's your net? So I raised the price to $40.99. $40, My net profit is $10.93. That's a 27% profit with an ROI of 74%. And I, I could easily sell out tomorrow, just going back to, you know, turning it. Tweak the dials. Yeah. Yeah. But 
like, like you said, I, I can't afford to lose, you know, my inventory. Yeah. If you run out of inventory on a smoking hot ace and you could end up on page six by the yeah. time you get it restocked again. So you yeah. really do want to do, like you said, that's a great strategy is to just raise your price, turn down the paid ad, turn them off if you have to, and yeah. just kind of hover, maintain your position while you get more inventory in there to back it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you want a month's worth at a time, at least in there uh, on a fast mover. Well, yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. And kind of going back to to inventory and um, and what you said, if you then this is for my private label and brand bundle listeners. If you find yourself getting in my situation like a fast moving ASIN and you can't send it in that quick, what you want to do, you want to flag the listing. So mark if it's forty nine ninety nine, put it as you know one twenty nine ninety nine. So that way you're not losing your organic keywords because if you just cut the, some people will cut the campaign off. So if you cut the campaign off, you just hit restart. You, you know, could lose your, have, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. You could lose your rank. Yeah. You'll have to build it back up. So. You're better off drop, raising the price than you are turning off pay per click. Yeah. Absolutely you, correct. Yeah, yeah. You want to flag, flag it with a high price error. Yeah. Get a high price alert. It vanishes. <laughs> and then you can fix yeah. the high price alert when you're ready to. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's great. It's a lot better than, you know, turning off the campaign, obviously. So, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't come back just because you turn the campaign back on. Yeah. Great point. Fantastic. And, well, tell us more about tell us more about your business. I know that it's not just about branded bundles at this point. What else you got going on? Yeah, so I have a consulting business. I uh, just landed my first client. It's a Turkish furniture company. Obviously, we're going to do FBM. Their primary source right now is Wayfair and Overstock.com. So, and I basically, I, I brought my laptop to his office and, and showed him what, what I do. I was real transparent and I showed him my bundle and how I source and I showed him what his competitors are doing and, and where can we sneak in at. And he loved it and sold, <laughs> you know, like w- w- when can we work together? So yeah, I'm I'm reaching out to more and more businesses and brands, just helping get them on Amazon and maximize their their potential. So I'm super excited. Uh, I don't want to overdo my plate because obviously you you know I have the success of the brand and I have variations coming. But I, I'm so happy where I'm at. And once again, my mentors have been helping me tremendously. Like I can't even thank them enough. <laughs> Yeah. I buy I buy them lunch, but lunch comes with the conference. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, you have to take them to dinner at the conference. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about the conference for just a moment. We haven't mentioned it uh, since you've been on here, and and I, as I kind of hinted at, I want you to come at no expense. You, any guests, I'd love to have you there. That's the same offer extending to anyone military, any military families. Please reach out to us. We want you there if you if you're going to be struggling financially in any way just reach out to us. We'd love to, to help out and get you there. But for you, Trevor, as a guest on the podcast today, uh, we just want to say, come on down, man, bring whoever you want with you. Come hang out with your coaches, meet the other coaches. We've got, for those who don't know, we've got about 60 coaches on our team. Most of them are going to be at the event with their spouses this year, hundreds of listeners to this podcast and a bunch of success stories that you've heard interviewed on this show are going to be there. And I know people are going to be coming up to you with the timing of this episode coming out here, you know, just several weeks before the event. 
you can have a lot of people kind of like, oh, I heard that episode with you. That was great. You have a lot of people maybe want to take you to dinner. Yes. <laughs> so, Sign uh, autographs and take pictures. <laughs> okay. yeah, very well could be. Yeah. The Tom Brady of uh, what was it? Of uh, Helium 10. Helium 10. That's it. <laughs> I hope Ricker ain't listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, there are some, you know, every tool in this industry, it's not like it, the tools of this industry aren't magic buttons. You got to really dive in. Like I've been using Keepa a long time and there's still, every time I go in, I'm like, what's that button do? I'm going to try this. Holy cow, look at all that data. Look at the things you can do here. This is incredible. Uh, you're always learning new strategies. So to have a, a mentor, as you said, that can kind of walk you through. And uh, I think most software is this way. You ignore 98% of it most of the time when you're using it. But here's the parts you need. You need this menu, go here, do this with the data. Just stepping you through. Uh, can save you so much time. And I'm excited to see where you're going with this branded bundle thing as well, man. It sounds like you've got some good momentum there. You've got your first PPP client, proven product partnering. What's your arrangement with them? I'm just curious, like, uh, do you get paid a percentage of what they sell or how did you build out an agreement with them? Talk me through that. We go into Um, these details in the course, by the way, but there's a few different ways you can do it. That's still early on, but kind of giving you the the big concepts. I, I will take a retainer. And then once their sales meet my retainer, I'll take a percentage of their sales. Perfect. That's a great way to do it. And I can hear Jonathan Bricker whispering in your ear on that arrangement because he learned the hard way that uh, if you just say yes to everyone and go for flat percentage of sales, you're going to have some real bummers of clients who want everything from you but they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing and no sales ever materialize. Yeah. Because, uh, it just turns into a bunch of, you know, moving parts with no actual results. So you want them to have a little skin in the game as a client. I tend to like that arrangement. That's a retainer, as you said, a monthly minimum where you're doing yeah. the work for them. And it also depends on what the brand brings to the, to the table. So if they need pictures done, you know, more content, then my retainer will be a little bit higher. But if they have all the, the content and they did the research, you know, it's it's kind of like dialing them campaigns, you know, every business is different. So it could be high, it could be low. So yeah, that's how I go about go about that. Great arrangement. And, and you're diversifying your income, building multiple income streams, leveraging the the hard lessons that you learned. It sounds like fortunately you had a soft landing as you fell out of the tree of bad mistakes. You landed on your feet. You got some mentors. You started seeing- I landed in this community. (laughs) Exactly. And we're so glad you did, man. Yeah. It's crazy, but just as long as we've been doing this, you know, I I recorded an episode. It's probably been, I don't know, eight, nine months ago. Why I feel like we're running a burn unit around here. Did you hear that episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because it's just, I mean, it, it, so few of those people actually come on the podcast. And, you know, of the success stories we have coming through the community and the people who breathe a breath, breath of fresh air and like, okay, this makes sense. One out of 50 end up on the podcast, right? So I hear this all the time of people that fell out of the tree of bad mistakes and in many cases laid there on their back for a couple of years going, what just happened? But when they, they get into this community, it's not the brilliance of the leadership team. It's that we make a really good case for why so many of the bad ideas are bad ideas. And once you eliminate all of those and you're left with just the handful of good ideas for new sellers, especially, you're on much more stable ground. Your worst case scenario is you're buying inventory that breaks even a few weeks from now. Not, oops, I lost $8,000. Oops, I lost another (laughs) 10,000 trying to save that money. Oops, I just lost $15,000 signing up for some clown that set up a dropship site for me. Like we keep you out of all of that. 
Yeah. Which makes it just so refreshing. You have time to heal, hang out with other people who are succeeding, get a mentor if you're ready for it, a coach. So I'm very proud of what's been built here. And I think one of the biggest services we provide the industry is just steering people away from all the the clown potholes you can hit on your way to success yeah. in this industry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, well, hey, what else is on your list, man? Anything else? Any questions for me or any parts of your story that uh, that you want to throw out there for the folks or tips? What what else you got? Um, so like getting to tips, if, if you find yourself in kind of like a, a, a rut, you know, with, with businesses down, and one thing that helps me is fill your calendar up. Fill your calendar up with appointments. Get out there and, you know, talk to business owners, mix and mingle, get out of your comfort zone. Right. I always say, and I say this to my kids too, you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable That's because right. not only will you grow uh, personally, but your business will too. That's so right. every day you better get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and just... To tack on what you just said, that's the classic advice I give. I've given it to my kids, to the two that have their own businesses. I do this with myself on those days where you just don't feel like you've got it. You're a little lost. Like, I got 15 things I could tackle. None of them are necessary. What, how am I going to spend my time today? You're like, I need some motivation. Text someone, call someone, get on a Zoom with someone. I'll just randomly reach out to a recent coaching student sometimes. Like, hey, they're a month into the coaching. I'm like, just wanted to reach out. You got time for a quick call? Yeah. Jump on just so motivating and encouraging, and you can pour into their life, and you just feel so accomplished after that. You learn something; it adds momentum to your day. It's about people. It's about using your mouth and connecting with people. Your business has to do that, or you will. You'll get burnt out. I love that tip. I love yeah. it. Stretch yourself. Yeah. Get out of your comfort zone. Call someone. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, just kind of finishing up my my story is about failure and how you're your own biggest enemy. I uh, use my failures as learning experiences and pivot points in my business. And one thing I completely did not do was give up on myself. Um, you know, it's safe to say I'm only going up from here. And I can't thank uh, you and Stover, Jordan and Pippin. <laughs> right. uh, but they have been phenomenal. Like just this morning, I closed a deal on the, the furniture company. And on the way here, I was just, I was just thinking about, you know, my my failures uh, from the supplement going, taking care of my dad, and just you know, failure after failure, and and here I am with like one of the top top brands. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily top brand, but I'm up and coming brands, you know, on Amazon and the business, and I got choked up. And I had to like got so much gratitude, <laughs> but yeah, you mean. I, I can't even you know thank you guys enough. And, and, and I tell them all, I tell I tell them all the time, you know, every time uh, we zoom, like man, thank thank you guys, thank you guys, and it's it's, it's they're so freaking awesome, man. They're just <laughs> I love it. Like, man. I, I can't even I can't even talk anymore. No I'm like I, I gotta so tell much- the listeners we were texting back and forth of setting the time for today and making some adjustments. And you sent me that picture of, yeah. of your new clients and you're just smiling in their warehouse. And yeah, uh, I can't imagine a more rewarding thing and validating for me as well to see. Yeah. Is, so thank you. I have a lot of gratitude for you. Some people kind of keep their 
success to themselves. And I don't think that's the formula for true success. Ultimately, you want to be proud of what you do, share it with the world, use your voice, reach out, share your story with full transparency. I love that word, transparency. And that just leads to so many great things. And if you can fuel that with gratitude, which you're just full of, you're going to be unstoppable. So it's not the stuff that you know, the strategies at this point that make you unstoppable from my vantage point. The reason you're a safe bet, like if you were a stock right now, I'd be buying some of it because I know where you're going to be a year or two from now. Not because of the knowledge in your head as much as the gratitude, the mindset, the commitment. Mm -hmm. You've failed a handful of times. You can smell a failure coming from a mile away now, which is a big part of this is not doing anything really stupid, right? Not writing big checks and going, oops, six months later. That's a big part of success in business and especially in e-commerce. Yeah, yeah, you're a safe bet, man. You're on a great trajectory. And it's it's an honor to have you in the community. Thank you. Uh, Kind of another tip for listeners out there. John put me, Stover put me on a book uh, who, not how, is it? That, I yeah, think right. that's the title. It, yeah. it kind of sounds, if you're reading it, it sounds like a Dr. Seuss book because exactly. there's so many who's <laughs> The title sounds like Dr. Seuss, yeah. Who, yeah. not how, yep. So it, it's funny because I, I really emphasized part of that book this morning to the business owner. I was like, uh, his name's England. England, you, you're just doing too much. You mm-hmm. need to start finding your who's. Because you're 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 ordering, you want to do more Etsy listings, you want to do more Wayfair listing, you're just doing too much. You know, you're you're in a in a how state. You need to find your who. That way you can work on things that only England can work on, you know, to to have your time. And don't will my margins get smaller? Probably a little bit, but you'll get that back because the pile get bigger. Being, you're being creative in your own time, you know, ordering more furniture or uh, they do custom jewelry to order more jewelry. So I want you back here at this desk, only doing the things that you can do, because in our world, anybody can put tape on boxes, you yeah. know, and I tell him anyone can can use a screwdriver. <laughs> so start finding your who's. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh but yeah, I'm just close the deal. Super grateful. I'm super happy. I'm, I'm borderline speechless. So. <laughs> you can see it in my in my face. So yeah, well, yeah. For for those who are watching, man, and I think it even shows through those who are just hearing only today, just the level of gratitude, which is another huge factor in success, man. It just yeah. is. People like to work with positive people. People like to work with energetic people who yeah. don't bring them down, but lift them up. And you don't get to choose whether you're going to be an optis, optimist or pessimist. Modern psychology tells us this. You don't get mm-hmm. to choose. You drift into pessimism without a lot of effort. And the effort that gets you into optimism is, that word we've used many times, gratitude. You get to choose gratitude. So if yeah. you choose intentionally to make yourself grateful for whatever it is you have, for the lessons you've learned, you know, you look at those those lessons. And instead of focusing on the loss, you're focusing on what you learned and you're grateful for that loss because it taught you something. That's very different than, you know, putting on 60 pounds and playing around on TikTok for the next three years because you hurt your foot and your business didn't work. You could, that could be your story. You wouldn't be on the podcast today. That could be your story. But gratitude pulled you out of that. Commitment pulled you out of that dedication and congratulations, man. Here you are on a beautiful path. 
and you, you're going to, it's just going to get bigger and better from here. I can just, I can see it coming. You've got all the ingredients. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can, I can feel it too. But um, Exciting, man. Well, I can't wait to see you at the conference. And I, I want everyone who's listened to this to strongly consider coming with us at Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th. The Proven Conference is the name of the event. There's a link in the show notes today. And uh, you're going to come at no charge, buddy. I'm going to shoot you the information on that when we get off of here. But anything else on that, uh, that on your list today that you wanted to share or anything else that you wanted to cover before we start to wrap this one up? I think it's been a tremendous episode. Uh, no, it's just uh, just really what I want to emphasize is the only one holding you back is you. Yeah. That's it. Your mind is everything. I mean, look at me, for example. What, what I just said, I, I failed over and over and over again. I, when I was in the army, actually, uh, a first sergeant pulled me aside and he was like, Sergeant Neal, you ain't going to be nothing without the army. <laughs> and like, how do you think that I would feel? Like, well, with Jim, what, what if I told you, Jim, you ain't going to be nothing without this podcast. What are you going to do, Jim? You going to just throw your hands up, sit on the castle. Trevor said, I ain't nothing. So I guess I ain't nothing. It's, it's the resiliency. Man, if you want to be something, you got to have that mindset and, and don't let no one knock you down. That's right. I love it. Yeah. We're the only thing God created that can wake up one morning and go, you know what? This ain't it. I'm going to do yeah. something different. And then you can do it and you can be somewhere different six months from now, a year yeah. from now. You can Absolutely. look different. You can have a different life and different income, <laughs> different everything, different health. Yeah. We're the only thing God made that gets to do that. And so yeah. don't abuse that gift. Don't misuse that gift or neglect it. Beautifully said today. Well done. Well, I think this is a good cutting off point, my friend. This has been a, a lot of fun for me today. And I really appreciate your time, Trevor. It's good getting to know you, man. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I'm just so thankful right now. I, I can't even find my words. <laughs> well, I am as well. Gratitude is a good place to end an episode for sure. I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a moment as we start to wrap this one up. Uh, a little favor. That I'd like to ask if you enjoyed this episode today, a couple things. You know, if this was your first episode, especially, go listen to 15, 20, 30 other episodes. I think you're going to detect a pattern, and that's people using creative ideas to launch and grow the businesses of their dreams, all centered around this community and the concepts inside the Proven Amazon course. You can get links to all kinds of good stuff at silentgym.com, our courses, our free Facebook group, our our coaching, or as Trevor called it, our mentorship program today. We've got links and details for all that there. Go check it out as well as in the show notes. Anything else we talked about today, I took some pretty good notes and I'll stick links to everything that Trevor and I discussed. But the favor I want to ask is leave us a review or better yet, subscribe to your favorite podcast listening app. If you're not using iTunes yet, please use iTunes and subscribe there. That really boosts us and helps us find a lot of new listeners. We don't have a marketing budget for this show. You telling your friends about it is our only marketing. So we really appreciate when you subscribe, tell other people about it. Just send them to silentgym.com and tell them to go check out that podcast and let you know what they think. Maybe go to lunch after you listen to a few episodes together and, and see what ideas you guys have as a result. But I'm very proud of the fact that the vast majority of our episodes are great interviews with great people like Trevor today that you just met. And once again, my friend Trevor, see you in July. You did such a great job today. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me. So on behalf of the whole team that puts these episodes together, God bless you, Business Building Warrior. We'll do another great episode for you very soon. We'll talk to you then. Hey, last reminder before I let you go, 
Our sponsor today is the eBay for Business podcast. We love those guys. They've got a great show featuring great interviews with eBay sellers, eBay executives from eBay headquarters. It's all about eBay. It's the premier show for e-commerce business building warriors using eBay. Find them by searching for eBay for Business on your favorite podcast listening app, or there's a couple links in the show notes today to check them out as well. Hey, thanks for listening today. We'll have another great show for you very soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.